Not Your Girlfriend's podcast, season four, episode 55. Uh, Ella's not with us today because we are on the West Coast, and I have two very special guests with me, uh, J and A, anonymous J and A, and they are friends from the UK. And we're going to talk a little bit about their relationship. But just to start, Jay, why don't you start with your age and where you're from? Sure. Um, I'm Jay. I'm 27 years old. And I'm originally from the UK, from a city called Norwich. A fine city, if you will. Norwich shout out. Yeah. <laughs> a? Um, I'm A. I believe I'm also 27. And I'm from the Bay Area in California. Amazing. That's where, I mean, we're around that area right now. Can you say where we are? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We are in California wine country in Sonoma. Yes. And it's so lovely out here. It's like my <laughs> first time coming out into like wine country and the drive's just beautiful. Yeah. It's also so weird to like see you guys not in a city setting. <laughs> yeah. It's super different for us because like, obviously we spent so long living in, in the UK that being out here is a total different sort of landscape you know, change of pace, but it's nice. Yeah, yeah totally. So we all met in London um, at uni. So how did you guys specifically meet? Do you want me to give the... You can give the full uh, one. Okay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so um, we both had art in an exhibition um, for the arts building. Um, I was doing design and Jay was doing photography. So we both had some work up in a... It was a what was the theme? It was... I don't remember the drawing. It was it was some drawing group slash please turn up with work and yeah. It was a pretty loose theme, but we both had submitted stuff, so I did some illustrations, um, and we basically met at the opening night. Yep, Uh, we bonded over wine, (laughs) drinking nuts out of the glass so that we didn't get our hands covered. So that's kind of what got us started talking, which is hilarious. Wait, I had no idea that you guys met at like a uni event. Really? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, it was yeah. Just you know, I think I I remember specifically. I was sat with uh, someone from the fine art course. I I don't even know what's happened to them since. I was said, oh. That person looks nice. She's like, well, why don't you go talk to her? I'm like, yeah, why Why aren't I going to I talk to I think I was her? looking at your photographs that you had up or something like that. I don't even Probably. honestly, I don't really wow. remember. So what was, do you remember your chat up line? What was the first thing you said? I have no idea. I was yeah, too, what was the first thing you said to me? Uh, I was two glasses of wine in, so I'm not really <laughs> It was probably just sure. like, hi, or something. <laughs> you want to meet the artist? There was definitely no like, yeah. chat up line or anything. No, I think it was at a point where I started to be just generally more comfortable uh, with talking to complete strangers. Uh, so uh, someone who I, I think we'd been in a meeting in a hostel from each other before. I didn't feel really? so cold. Yeah. I didn't remember him. Um, <laughs> like a, a few weeks prior to setting all the work up. And yeah, I think, I think I just went up to you and said hi and then talked about what I had up, you maybe asked a question or something. Yeah. And then we went over to get snacks and that's where that I think I remember I was happened. like, he talks so much and he's wearing a cool shirt. That was cool. Do you know at I'll that time that. that you were like interested in Jay? No, like not even I I don't I you know, it's uni, you say hi to yeah, you know, tons of new people all the time. And it was kind of just another like, oh look, a nice person to talk to. Hopefully, you know, he ends up being a nice person. Jay, what was your perspective on this situation? <laughs> Did you know you were already interested in A? Yes, I, 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 think, I think at that point I definitely was uh, when we first, like when we first met. 
I was like, oh, she, she's like, she, she, looked, she looks nice. Cool. <laughs> and then, you know, kind of, it's more on a low-key sort of level, but then it, you know, with um, with us then being at the same thing, it's like, why would I not do anything? Worst that can happen is it goes nowhere, or we just have a nice chat, and that's as far as it goes. Uh, so yeah, well, I mean, after that, things kind of move quickly anyway. So you shot oh. your shot. So what? How, how did you guys go on like your first date, or was it even a first date? Because uni dating is a bit interesting. It was. It was definitely. I would call it a first. Date. I think it was we a proper first date. Yeah. yeah, I remember. Um, our at the time I didn't realize, but we had a mutual friend from my course, and uh, I think throw she, me a letter. Maybe I know Jay. Oh, okay, um, <laughs> and I think she was like. Oh, like, you know, he's, I can vouch, he's a good person, and you should like add him on Facebook and send him a message or something. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I added him on Facebook. um, And then we were like messaging each other and realized that we, you know, both like have a lot of things in common. And so we arranged to get a coffee. I think it was roughly a week after that. More or less, yeah. Saturday? Mm -hmm. Around like the uni area? No, it was was in central London, a cafe called Caffeine. With a K. Oh, (laughs) good coffee shop. On Great Titchfield Street. That's the one with you can't use a a cell phone, right? They did have a rule for that for a while, yes. And I think they flip-flop between forcing that or not. There's a few other spots that do that too because they don't want you... um, annoying people and hey i'm totally behind that yeah. i go to a cafe all the time and hear someone talking about their like exciting boring well, honestly, work awesome. life yeah i mean anyone who like witnessed us like being there the first time together would have had to just listen to you basically monologuing <laughs> like yeah that was a week it was it was i i was like this is interesting were you nervous is that it I would say yes, but also that's who I was at that time. I just would not shut up. Uh, I would just keep on talking. And I think in previous relationships, that had been a bit of a contentious point. But yeah, I, I, I didn't learn at this stage. It's because it's no, it's his family, like they're the kind of family that all kind of talk over each other. So he has to like really fight to get a place in the conversation. Whereas like for me, like my family always like, you know, you stop and you let the other person talk. And so I wasn't used to having to like fight in my own conversation with him. Mm. So it was just like him doing a lot of talking and he like listening politely, like, okay, like, I mean, I do have things to say about this too, but you just, you're on a roll. I'm just going to let you keep going. It's funny you say that though, because I feel like that's the way New Yorkers talk a lot. And that's also seen as rude, but the way we chat to like each other and like lovingly as like friends and family is like constantly interrupting each other. Yeah. (laughs) That so stresses me out. I mean, like literally fighting for your place in the conversation and what you say is like so normal. And if you guys, I mean, obviously you're listeners to the pod, you know, me and Elle constantly, we try really well not to interrupt each other and we've gotten that flow, but it is like a very much cultural thing depending on where you're yeah, from i think so and it's just like at the time i didn't know that you had kind of grown up that way and so i found it really frustrating because i could not get a word in i was like how am i how is he supposed to find out anything about me if he just talks for like three hours like we did have a sleep and drink there in like a pastry or something we sat for hours in there talking i mean that's I a good you. sign yeah that's a good sign so like it obviously went well because you guys met up again it yeah um the same day really yeah so like basically we had our little coffee date and then um i went home and i think i went shopping with a friend and we went to like a house party um like in halls i think mm-hmm. and i ended no, up it was down the road you took a bus there and it was all 
Um, I thought it was it, I swear it was all Norwegians. It was and all Norwegians. They were really like keeping to themselves. So like if, if you weren't in that group. They're very clicky. Yeah, there, there, was, also, there was no interest. They were all speaking Norwegian amongst themselves. And I was the only person that spoke English aside from like the friend that I went with. Mm-hmm. And we were like, is this a party or is this just a bunch of people speaking Norwegian? That we don't understand. <laughs> so uh, we were like planning on heading out. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to go. So I was messaging Jay and um, I think I was like, yeah, this party's not great. Like, I think I'm going to head home or whatever. Like, what are you up to? And he's like, I'm watching a movie. And I was like, can I come watch a movie? So, cause it was like, it was such a bad party yeah. that I was just like, I'm not really done with my Saturday. Like it wasn't even late. I was just like, well, yeah. I mean, I'm, so this is second year, right? You guys met? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Halfway okay. through second year. So yeah, this would be in about November, December time. It was December. Ish. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So like the exhibition was like early December and then this was mid December. I think. Yeah, I think so. But, we have to fly somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, we, ha- we kept it. <laughs> that's really cute. Um, but then, like, I left the party, and Jay actually picked me up at the tube station. What a gentleman. And then, like, we walked back to his... <laughs> we should know where I lived. Probably yeah. Like, Which turned out, it was so drop a pin. I mean, that's what, like, the fuck boys do. It was so cute, though, because he ended up living, like, a two-minute run from, like, my house. And I yeah. say run because we would actually, like, run to each other's houses um but quicker. yeah and then i realized that i had actually forgotten my keys at the party mm-hmm. so i couldn't actually get back into my house so i had to stay over like the very first day that we ever hung out like i stayed the night at his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah nice and then after that you guys were just did you have an ex- exclusive conversation or did that take a while i mean I when you like, say exclusive conversation like in, you are my boyfriend i am your girlfriend ah uh, i don't think it was direct but very much implied yeah it was i don't think we ever had like an explicit conversation about that no. even now you're married like you're direct yeah like, <laughs> you're like um are we exclusive we both got rings on like are we are we together <laughs> but, oh, yeah. that what happened yeah uh, spoiler alert i don't think we mentioned jna are married <laughs> we're getting up yeah. to that okay <laughs> yeah so I don't know. I guess after that, we just like kept arranging coffee dates basically. And here we are. Yeah. yeah so, so after second year, I think third year. Uh, so I, I know you guys obviously through uni, I mainly know Jay because my ex-boyfriend, also Jay, <laughs> just made this even more confusing. <laughs> um, you guys were best mates in uni. So we obviously spent a lot of time together. And thus, when bringing A into like the group, we did like double dates and all that fun stuff. So definitely all of that. So third year, me and Jay moved in together. And you guys also moved in together, right? You got your so own flat? we were thinking about it, but we had only been together. Like, you know, when you have to get a lease like at the end of the yeah. academic year or whatever we weren't really ready at the point because we'd only been together for no that was yeah that, that's correct by yeah by the time we had to set a lease for third year and we were like are we i don't even think that would have been like six months honestly yeah, yeah. so we were like Pretty not much, ready yeah. to yeah. move in together um so we each got separate house share like flat shares um and it was really cute because he was like basically Two houses down, three houses I was down. A six, I was a 60 second walk. Yeah, it was across the so, street. So like live as close as possible, but technically we're not living together. But that wasn't even, <laughs> that was wasn't even intentional. Yeah, it, yeah, it was an accident. That way. Nice. Yeah, and then that worked out quite nicely. And I think it was very important in our final year to be able to have separation to for the boring work side of Lock things. yourself away and just work mm-hmm. until... Yeah, and that I think worked out. Like the place I stayed in was 
very unexciting, but not dirty. And the place you stayed in was terrible. You had some interesting housemates. I had a nice room, your but room was really, really they didn't nice. like that Jay would come over um, and stay. I don't know. Honestly, it was probably roughly half the time because we also stayed at your place roughly half the time, right? And yes, they were like, it, was, it was. He's not paying like, rent. It's like, well, I mean, I get that. Like now, as an adult looking back at like you know uni couples sharing in flats with other people, it's a yeah. bit sticky. But it's an interesting situation. I mean, there's always one person's flat. I think you default to, which is the mm-hmm. like person who has the nicer flat. Yeah. I remember second year when I was dating my boyfriend at the time, his flat was like a literal Harry Potter cupboard. Like, it was, oh yeah, it was, it was our house. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, think, I, think I, I remember that room. It was, we all remember that flat. It was horrible. 100% <laughs> it was so small. The Jay spent, and I, I have been trying to work it out accurately. I do know the number. So like tell me seven guess. or nine nights there. <laughs> like, I, I remember when we moved in, it was like, okay, he's going to take that fine that's 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 not great but okay he's taking that room but then he was just never there i mean i get it like the room was so small yes 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 it was a very odd room and it was shouldn't have been a bedroom really yeah over here in the states that could not be classed as a bedroom no (laughs) so he went so cheap for his flat but my flat and my version on this side of things i moved in with my um best friend and we got a two-bedroom and it was like definitely pricier than we usually pay but we're like it was a nice place and it was like you know one bed one bathroom two bedrooms living room kitchen for two people totally fine yeah in london that's a, a luxury of space. <laughs> but the thing is, it wasn't just the two of us because um, that beginning of that year, she also met her boyfriend, right. now husband, mm-hmm. and he was over all the time because he was living in halls. Um, and then Jay was over all the time because he lived in the Harry terrible. Potter cupboard. Yeah. So we had actually a two-bedroom apartment for two people actually became a four person apartment with two bedrooms two couples two couples, two couples. it was that definitely was a lot <laughs> and yeah. it's like i mean couples have totally different styles of like arguing and then like i don't know it's like who makes dinner and like who's have like like even a couple holidays there's yeah. like one valentine's day it was like who gets the flat <laughs> yeah um but living with another couple was definitely easier to navigate the um you know who does what if your boyfriend's coming over um yeah. so my boyfriend at the time he would like pay back his i don't know dues by yeah, like doing the sounds, dishes that and cleaning the yeah that's nice. um meanwhile a would pay physical money <laughs> to uh like a e so it would be like but it would only go towards her half so of course there were still like discrepancies but i mean we all have to work through that yeah and then when did you finally decide, was it after you need to move in together and get yes. your flat? Yeah, it was, we, after we graduated, we went on a trip with uh, your folks and then were in the States for about a month. Uh, just because we thought, okay, after uni, we don't have any jobs at the moment. We don't Our last to real do. summer let's just, break. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just use this time because adult life's going to hit fast. And I mean, as everyone knows, freaking sucks. Uh, so we wanted to use that time. Uh, to just hang out and, and and that was kind of the time we thought okay yeah this this does make sense we'd had a place earmarked already and well we, we went to some meetings before it. we even oh my god yeah that. sorry my timeline's completely black <laughs> yeah no it was before this and then we did a lot yeah 
we saw we viewed some places just before we graduated and we got lucky on one of the places we viewed that it was affordable and in a really nice area it was so cheap and it was i mean it was terrible but it had like just enough space. Can you drop the London neighborhoods? Yeah. Okay, keep her. So <laughs> London it was, listeners. Yeah, no, London listeners. Um, <laughs> it was uh, like, it was really close to Highgate Tube Station. Um, like a two minute walk. Yeah. Insanely close. Like it was, yeah, also at the back of the building in like an 1890s terrace of shops. And so it was like, that's really cute. I mean, it was basically, it was along, what, the, was that the A1? It was along the A1 or Archway Road. But all the way, but all the way at the back of the building, and you literally could not hear any traffic. We had our own garden that was private to our flat. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, yeah, we get a good vibe from this. So I think we ended up like committing to it. And then nice. the concept of being like, we're going to live together in like our own little flat and I'm like I can decorate it any way I want I can do it up like it's gonna be like our first little home kind of yeah I was so excited and then when we got back um I mean I don't even think I had any real like I wasn't nervous about committing to moving in together because at that point we'd basically been living together already for like a year and a half Mm -hmm. but just hopping between people's houses so it was really nice to be like okay, we're not going to annoy anyone else now with the fact that he's staying over because yeah, we don't have to deal with anyone default. else. So, yeah. I mean, one thing, I think the reason I mentioned the vacation was that did come into it in the end because we forgot when you fly from the States to the UK, you lose a day. I'm from California. So we had to move. The day you landed? Literally from landing, went straight to the, the afternoon. Yeah, went straight to the estate agent's office after a like 11 hour flight got the key from the airport straight to the estate and then my godmom helped us move stuff from where we were living before and it was don't do it guys <laughs> we were like, don't do it. It. We, we were like we screwed completely up sleep deprived and we had to do i think it was six or seven trips in the yeah. car to bring all of our stuff which was hoarded up in my flat's bedroom it was so tiring and then I and you had to be out the day we came back there was no tomorrow yeah there that was, was the move out day yeah. So in an ideal world, we wouldn't have lost that day and had an extra day to move, but it worked out. What skis? Yeah. So from the point of like living together, because you guys stayed in London for a bit after uni and like visas weren't an issue. Yeah. Um, a is American, if you guys don't already know that. Like, <laughs> just based on the accent. I base, guess well, actually, we can base it off the accent because we had had people with American accents who are not American That's on trip pod. So, yeah. you know, we're, we're culturally diverse here. Okay. But you are American, but you have a dual, like, citizenship yeah. passport. So I also have a German passport, um, which I've had my whole life because, like, well, family. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just, you know, always had both, which I thought was kind of normal but then realizing like after university like I didn't need a special visa to go there and I could just kind of I mean this was pre-Brexit obviously yeah so that was definitely I know so many Americans who myself included who had to move like back home yeah or had to you know not had to but ended up like marrying their significant other yeah pretty quickly for a visa situation so like yeah now looking back I'm super grateful that I had that as an option which was the only reason I ended up in the UK in the first place because I was like I want to go to university somewhere else, but yeah. And you didn't need to go like apply for a student visa or anything. No, didn't need any visa. Didn't need anything. I think we paid international fees because I didn't have like established residency in the UK, but that was the only sort of outsider. Yeah. 
but um that's not bad yeah so why when did you guys decide to like get engaged was it a pre like was it a discussion like I actually don't know this story so I'm really interested we had a very we're very frank with each other on like these sort of heavy subjects you know how some couples kind of like dance around it and like you have to talk about it like we have been so upfront with each other about it I think the conversation started coming up when we were like well, like, what are we doing in London? Like, what are exactly. we doing? Why, <laughs> when did that conversation happen? What are we doing? It was probably earlier in 2018. It was around a time where I think both of us were look able to look a little long, longer term. Like, I've we were starting to be able to, like, save some money and yeah. hopefully towards, like, property. And we weren't really sure what we were doing. I think it was when the, both of our work situations changed. Because I, I worked right? in coffee for, like, seven years and... Anyone who's worked in hospitality knows that earnings are not fantastic. Like, if you've got high outgoings, which you just do in London, it doesn't help um, being in that industry. So I changed, and now I do customer support, which offered much more opportunity. And I think after that point where we both had more income and we could start saving, it's like, okay, what are we going to use this money for? We know it's for something, but what do we want? How do we get there? So we try to kind of reverse engineer the idea. So you're like, okay, this is like what we want for the future. We see our futures together. Yeah. We kind of had to like see where we wanted to be mm-hmm. and then backtrack it. Like, how do we get to that point? And we were like, well, okay, we want to have property, hopefully together. Mm-hmm. And we needed space. We need space because like I wanted to like, I, I didn't have any space to spread out and do like more projects we had like our one living room was like the size of like a queen size bed in context it was a 270 square foot apartment but realistically 200 was usable yeah Mm. there was a big hallway which you couldn't use for anything there was no space to spread out we wanted more room and i was like i I didn't want to move out of london just for the sake of staying in the uk because i i love london so much but like it was cramping our style a little bit so we were like okay well where can we go that's not London. We had a whole list of alternatives. We really? Were, yeah, we were. Yeah, we like were hoping, Bristol, Margate came out. Yeah, some I don't know. You guys even like thought about other places like. Oh that. yeah, no, we were like <laughs> actually. We, I think we went. We didn't go to actually viewings, but no, like we, we went visited to visit to get a multiple places just towns. for the sake of seeing like would we enjoy living here, um, lower cost of living, and we. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I started looking at like house prices in the U.S. and in California. And I was like, well, also looking just random places in the UK, just like anywhere that we could possibly potentially afford that we could own and stop renting um, was basically the main catalyst. We were like, well, we we could buy in California and like switch things up for a while so that we can establish ourselves in, you know, whatever we want to be doing so I can spread out and and work on my projects um, and hopefully save up so we can come back to London. Mm -hmm. I don't really know... We went through lots of theoretical sort of iterations of what the future could be. Um, And then we worked out that in order to, like, be able to move back to California, like, Jay had to be able to move to California. Like, like me as an American, we could obviously, you know, basically for me, you know, they say, welcome home, stay on your passport. And you're like, okay, cool. But for Jay, we were like, well, what are the alternatives here? Because... Like, obviously, we could get married. Are we ready for that? I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, we weren't in any rush to do that, right? But then there was, like, 
you were exploring like work visas and stuff and just wasn't really yeah we looked into very briefly looking into getting a work visa uh, so that i could work illegally through a company but the long and short is no one can be bothered to deal with it unless you are super expensive like a a big deal in your field because yeah it's so costly to um, hire folks for that and no one wants to deal with the hassle so it seemed that a like spousal green card was probably the safest that I think we decided in August 2018. Yes, we were sat in the pub in the village. Of course. Um, yeah. And we kind of formalized it. I think up till that point we Did you get that on one knee? <laughs> not, not, no, not quite, that point. Not quite. No. We no, had, it was literally just like a frank conversation. It we were was like, very civil. Okay, so I think I think we need to get married. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it was like... I love it. Yeah. There was a bit of build-up to it. I remember there was a period where you were like, no, I don't, but I do, but no, we but can't. But it's like, it seems like for my whole life and for, I think, most people, like it's built up to like such a thing. No, completely. That it's it feels terrifying, the concept of like forever. And it's like, you know, so... At what age were you at that point? Oh, uh, in 2018. 24? 20, I was 20... No, I think you might have been 25. You, on, I'm thinking on our marriage certificate. Yes, I'm 25. One, I, you were 25 and I was 24. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at that point. Um, which seems crazy young now that I'm thinking about it. But it's like, I mean, if that's what we wanted to do and like we were relatively sure about it, we're like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 25. I think so. You're dating at that sense. point like two years, three years. So we got married so we decided in august and we got married in december mm-hmm. of the same year so quite quickly yeah, I think we filed we got married work to get started the yeah. next day it was i remember it was a sunday but we got married on our fourth anniversary four year anniversary yeah so we've been together Cute. for like you know relatively i mean four a years decent that's stretch, a decent amount yeah. of time. i think i think that definitely is decent i feel like that's enough time to like know if you want to commit or not yeah <laughs> yeah yes. they say like uh like study wise they've done um that you need to date someone at least two years before you know and then it gets to a point where it's like too much time it's actually yeah. like the the rate of divorce goes back up really <laughs> yeah so if you get married too young it's the rate of divorce high and then there's that like um like age well it's the young age of when you meet but also uh-huh. how long you're dating there's like i mean you can try to algorithm this of course there's no yeah, like I'm sure there are people actual to figure it out, thing but, but Two years, I guess it's like two Christmases, two summers, you yeah. know, meeting your family, like is it's a good amount of time. Yeah. And then to do that like four years on, I think I think yeah. the, the number one thing that I think made us feel ready for this decision was like the fact that we had lived in different circumstances with each other. Uh-huh. If you are both like, I don't know, living with your parents and you have the same jobs and you've been dating for five years, but you haven't tried living together. You haven't tried traveling together, you know, all these different circumstances that really get you to like know each other and what it's actually like to be with them all the time. Um, because we've been through so many different, um, like, you know, we've been on vacations together. We had actually lived together in the same very, very small space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't if you meet that cope, person after yeah, that, if you can cope with probably with a someone good sign. Else, like in 200 something square feet, like, then that's that's a good sign yeah, that you're you going to be able you to good. get along in other kind of adverse situations. So I think that was like the number one reason that I felt super comfortable because I'm like, you know, I feel like we're really well prepared because of all the mm-hmm. ridiculous things that we have already gone through. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how was the visa process once you were married? So you had you had to be actually married. Yes, had to be all signed off. Needed that. So I think 
it was the beginning of January, just after we got married. That's when we could file. I know there, there was some some period we had to wait for before we could do it. Well, because there was so much paperwork, we had to prep. Oh gosh, yeah, of course. So much paperwork. We submitted at the very end of January, mm-hmm. so we got married mid December. We went on like a short vacation. Like we came back to the states for a couple weeks for oh yeah, to that's see, why it was delayed. Yeah, to see my that, parents that sense. because um, I don't know if it's worth mentioning, but um, we had like the ultimate like minimal wedding. Like we just had a witness each. Basically, and yeah, no, no family no was family. invited. Yeah. So my parents were obviously a little upset about that. Did you? Um, did they tell them that you're doing like the court thing? I should. We should have mentioned that. Well, yeah, yeah, just, we, I didn't okay. do that. That's a good point. To okay. backtrack to the kind of announcement, we were sat. We came for a visit um, in September. In September, so a few weeks after we like finalized the decision, we sat outside with them um, for the whole trip. We wanted to bring it up, but there was no good time. It was so and it was maybe one or two days before so wait, we were going home. You literally were on this trip married, not... No, no, no. no it was oh, oh, you knew it. Yeah. Okay. So you we knew, knew that we had We had to tell paperwork. my parents, basically, that we've got an appointment and we are getting married. Um, yeah, it's not a question. It's just we're telling it's you. Ha- it's an appointment. It, yeah. was, it was kind of... <laughs> awkward because like my parents were so like yeah they're gonna be moving to california oh like, that eventually. penny drop was like yeah it's great they you guys so can excited. come over and her like your your dad was like yeah that sounds so good they were you really can work for a u.s company yeah. and it's like and there's you know we we need to explain about how my visa's gonna work then it started to click how I did your parents take it um, my dad took about like 30 seconds and he's like, yes, this is logical. You know, you're typical, a rock like, solid couple. Male. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, we're a, we're a rock solid couple. He was understanding of like the logistics of it just didn't work otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been together long enough. He was like, yeah, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. And my mom was so mad. Like, I don't blame her, but she was like, well, we could fly over, um, for the ceremony. And then I'm like, no, because the idea was that we would do like the ceremony part really small, casual, intimate, and then just like, I don't want to say for paperwork purposes, because it was more than that, but it was like, we got that part done. And then we were planning on having like a big reception, uh-huh. you know, the next couple of years when we could, you know, afford what we actually well, realistically to do. in a couple of months was the original prediction, but thanks COVID. Uh, yeah. I remember, I think it was this year. You guys said it we was going to be like August this year, year but yeah. everything's sort of been put on hold. So I didn't feel that bad about being like saying to my mom, like, you're not invited to our wedding. It's like, it's not really a wedding. It's no. like, we're signing the papers. We're doing the official part. Um, but we are going to have like a big party or we're still hoping to, um, plans that were shelved for a pretty long time, but I'm still thinking about it. But yeah, that I think helped my mom understand like, okay, they're not like excluding us from it. It's just going to be like a postponed. Yeah. Bigger it, was, it was the same with, with, um, my parents, they were weird about it. They insisted on coming and, I just had to remind them, this is going to be really weird if you're here. And they're not. And A's parents yeah. aren't. That's yeah, just a That wouldn't have been fair. It's not so. happening. And it probably took my mom about a week, but she she got the memo. Everyone came Aww, around eventually. British moms are always... Well, it's fine. We, <laughs> so we were not trying to be, like, exclusive or anything weird I mean, that like is definitely that. how it came across. But we are trying everything <laughs> we could to be, like... Like, we're not doing it because we don't want you there. We're not yeah. doing it because we don't want you involved. It's because this... Honestly, we've had I think we hours long conversations like about all of it. And it's like, this doesn't make sense any other way, really. Yeah. So, yeah, it ended up being fine. And that, how long did it take from the paperwork bit to actually mm. moving to 
Callie? I think it was eight months, nine? It was in September, everything had been finalized. And they said, um, I remember going to my, and you can put this in inverted commas, interview, um, which was just checking that I was the same person on the paperwork. Just hearing the dude say, oh, uh, cool, have fun in California. That was it. What? (laughs) And... um, then after that, I think they give you a six-month window. You have to move in. And yeah. we then, we were originally going to move in March of 2020. And then when we visited in September as well, uh, we kind of figured out, wait, why are we staying here? There's, there was, at that point, there was not a lot of reason for us to still be living. It was because our lease ended. But then we asked our um, landlady if we could end it early and she, she liked us. A lot so that was an extremely easy conversation we shortened our lease and didn't have to pay any extra rent which is like the number yeah. one reason we didn't want to leave early mm-hmm. um and so we ended up being able to leave in january you know i think even if we had been paying rent we would have been fiscally better off moving so actually uh, from from like filing insane. date to moving date it was like just about a year yeah. minus a couple weeks okay so but yeah the, the, the first stage takes ages the second stage is the same as the first stage but with a different agency and then the last stage is the interview which you just show up to the u.s embassy and hope that they point you to the right floor because five times it took them to direct me to the correct oh my place. god so you're not only stressed about it's pretty oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh and like no, no no it's the fourth floor what are you doing on the fourth floor it's the first like, huh. Where do I go? I don't know what I'm And doing. I wasn't allowed to go to that interview because I was like, it didn't make any sense really. Really? Yeah. At I the went, interview, I they went were on like, my lunch break. Oh my God. At the interview, they were off. like, where's your wife? And we were like, what? Like, <laughs> no, he was like, we were told that she wasn't allowed to come and they were all confused. And like, we had to prove our relationship was like real. How did you prove like, your relationship was real? So I made like, it was probably overkill, but I made like, I don't want to call it a scrapbook. Oh my god, the yeah. other like, tell me you have you it. You it was so time. no, I have copies of the whole thing yeah. like, for legal reasons. But <laughs> for legal reasons. Like I have, yeah, the, the whole envelope. I have um all the pictures that we had ever taken together to show that we had like met. We went to graduation together. Like we've been together for a long time now. Um I think it's to weed out people that like, you know, yeah, arrangements just visa marriage. Because with, with our situation, like my, my green card is a conditional or CR2 visa, which means the first two years it's fine, but I have to renew it after because we were married. I think if you're less married than less two than two years, years you have to time. apply for this one. So that's why we had to do this um timeline and photo thing because it's otherwise it's really easy to yeah, say. I mean, yeah, like we're totally a nicely designed timeline of like from like the day we met, when we became Facebook official, Love it. and like everything, and, and I in, was in the interview. <laughs> the guy was looking through. It was a really easy conversation. He's like, "Said, what is what's her job? Like, graphic designers? Like, oh yeah, my wife too. Like, it's great for this remote thing." I was like, "Okay, this is this yeah. guy's chill." And he said, "Honestly, this is this is great. It's the first time I've seen someone put Facebook official on their time." <laughs> He really yeah. liked We came it. we came well prepared. <laughs> yeah, so, we, yeah. we it's a massive moment. Weirdly yeah. through paperwork. I just really didn't want we them vibed. to be like this isn't a real relationship. Like I could not give them any doubt yeah. to latch on to. Because it's like, I mean, I don't know how many of the marriages that people apply for for visas are legit. I like I would like to think that most of them are, but like I was like, there's no way that they can think we're like a fake couple. So, oh, you'd be so salty if they're like, mm, we're suspicious. Like, why? Yeah. I was really nervous though, because like, there's not a lot of information. At least I kind of struggled to find information online about 
what actually happens? What are they looking for in terms of like proof of your relationship? Like I printed out um, like plane ticket receipts that Mm -hmm. had both of our names on them. Um, like a copy of our tenancy agreement with both of our names on them. Really solid yeah, stuff, like yeah. our joint account for from the bank. Like I had a letter from them. So like just proof that we had tied our finances together is super important. But other than that, it was like, I, I was kind of guessing like, what are they going to see as important to prove that we're a real couple? So it ended up okay though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what what advice would you give to couples who are probably in this situation right now? Like getting married for to a visa, get a visa. To come to the U.S.? Um, Over prepare. Just yeah. put anything you think will be relevant. Put it in there. They, the the worst case that will happen is if they decide that something doesn't look right, they will request for additional information. You won't fail, but they'll but say we need something more. And then, it, yeah, that that's that's the worst thing that can happen. But also, stage. the timelines are so long that if you get a request for additional proof or information, that can set you back months. And because like they they might not even send you the request until you know your window. Um, that is also true. Thinking when you're going to move, like the timelines are so long, like keep your options open in terms of like, you know, where you're living and stuff, because things can get so expensive if they say, right, okay, you've been approved. You need to move in the next three months or six months. Okay, they six give you, months. Well, they give you a date by yeah. that you yeah. need to So you have by. to kind of get ready to leave at any point when you're in the process. Pretty much. Like Almost, we didn't yeah. know, like I couldn't tell my job because obviously if you Mm -hmm. tell your work like um by the way we're applying for a green card because we got married so we could leave any point so we couldn't tell our jobs that because then they could you know be like okay well if you could leave at any point we're gonna like fire replace you which obviously does end up happening like if we were to say at the beginning because it took so long like we could have been out of the job so and having to keep that secret from everybody at work like even no, I don't. Well, we told all of our friends, like they knew what was going on. But yeah, work one, was a big one of my colleagues knew, which helped a lot. So at least I had someone to chat to about it. Yeah. But it's also it's a long process. The visa. It's process. a horrible yeah. secret to keep that long. Like I'm going to be moving to the US. Uh, like I'm so excited about it, but I can't tell anyone that I work with all day because they could be like, "Well, you're not going to be here anymore." So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I feel the same. I'm right now in like, I was doing uni stuff and mm-hmm. it's like, I can, yeah, tell friends and family, but like professionally, it's like definitely a secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sucks. You want to be like open and maybe feel, oh no, it's the right thing to do, but no, <laughs> no, no, they've got their best interests in mind and it kind of makes sense in a horrible way. I mean, it ends up working out okay. And yeah, like I told my boss, like, um, yeah, so we are moving to the u.s this is the date here's um my notice period i guess like i will start you know serving my notice period um but this is basically when we're leaving i think i ended up giving like two or three months notice because i i did know ahead of time yeah you could and it ended up being okay um but so, like jay how did you like the u.s doing the move because you've been here i guess visiting a Mm-hmm. Um, have you been to this area before? Or was this like- yeah, plenty of times. We, okay. we visited Sonoma quite a few times, so I knew that I liked the vibe here. I wanted somewhere quiet, uh, going from 9 million people to, I want to say it's 25,000, 30,000 in the area. Yeah. That's quite a nice transition. It means we can, I don't know, just spread out. It's quiet. You can sleep at night. I know that's really boring. You have but more space. It's so nice. We have like a big garden here. 
which was like in London, our flat, our entire garden was like a patio and then like a 10 by 12 square of grass. And Maybe here we so have like, you know, tons the garden's of space. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we have got like a little path and we have a rose garden and like, it's just really, it's a lot to take care of compared yeah. to our London place, but like having the space has been really nice. Yeah, I think also climate wise, that was an attractive thing because British winters suck. They are the worst. I mean, they're not. I just <laughs> they're not the worst um, by far. Whereas, whereas here, no, they're quite nice. And the other thing that was a big kind of draw was in the last year we lived in London. I could start affording driving lessons, but it made no sense because I was moving. Uh, the US has a great rule where if you have a driving license for another country, you still have to take the test here. But if you have a US driving license, you don't have to take the test in the UK, which is some amazing, amazing. logic. Um, but that made most sense. Also, it's much cheaper here. So I thought it's worth waiting. Yeah. And now we have the freedom of driving. It's it's kind of yeah. nice. It took a while with COVID delaying everything. And then the DMV deciding that I was uh, suspicious and needed to be investigated by Homeland Security <gasps> because some dimwit forgot to put my green card paperwork through. So it disappeared. So, oh my God. Yeah. yeah I, there I several, still can't believe that. There were several blips like that. Like, we ticked the box because, you know, oh, gosh, living yeah, in the U.S., you need, like, a social security number, like, everyone has one. So, there's a box that you have to tick on the application that says, like, would you like to apply for a social security card? it's just a box card? at the top of one of the At the, the same pages. time. And you're like, yeah, obviously, I yeah. will need one of those. So, we ticked the box on the paperwork. Mm-hmm. I did check multiple times on my copy. Did we yes, we it? did yes, tick the box. It is ticked. And then we moved. And there, you just... You can't really work until your social security mm-hmm. card shows up. So you're like kind of free fall. For, it was supposed to be two weeks. It ended up being like five weeks. And we're like, something's wrong here. So yeah, we went to the office. They say specifically, do not call us until four weeks after your arrival date. And then we called and they said, oh, no one. No, no one ever filed no the paperwork. Filed wow. So and we had you, to go yeah, to the office. If you look online, loads of people are like, I found Reddit posts where it, this is a common thing. They just forget. So if you do move. Do call them straight away. If they say <laughs> yeah. four weeks, nah. It's, Don't believe it's bureaucracy not. in America. Plus, they have a nice we, phone line. They call you back. There's none of this waiting. To be fair, when we did end up really getting good. through to Social Security, we went to a Social Security office, and the guy like sorted us out in like five minutes. We didn't have to wait very long, and no, we got the Social good. Security card in the mail like literally within two days. Nice. Yeah. And it was like we waited this long for for what reason? For fun. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I, exactly. I hate hearing that because I know exactly how bad that is and it's you're out to ransom you can't do anything and I'm like, yeah, no no you have to wait it's like maybe I can't wait yeah I mean I was strictly I, I, I don't know maybe I was le- legally working maybe not I have no clue but I was still yeah kind sort of, of my UK company how was the cultural adjustment Jay from moving to the uh, UK to it, you know it's really hard to say because of COVID kicking in just like a few months, like two months after, like a lot of people who I meet say, so how are you finding it? I'm like, well, I don't know that I know yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've not been able to meet too many people because of the whole situation. And I'm still trying to get a good answer for myself on like the cultural shift. I guess the thing here that is really different is having to drive everywhere and it just not being an option to take public transit here. Like we do have a bus service, but it Does is- Does it go anywhere? It will go to it, show up? <laughs> it will go to the main city through I don't really know what its route is. We should try it someday. No. <laughs> but like if, if you look up directions from here, if you wanted to go to San Francisco, 
uh, it will take probably eight hours because of, oh, the bus, transit. Because of transit Jeez. and it's an hour drive. Yeah. That is how bad it is. The infrastructure is lacking for sure. Yep. So you um, need to drive. Do you have any British friends here? No, none at all. Wow. No, but there are a lot of British people in Sonoma area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or like, it seems like yeah, there's, proportionately there's, there's, there's there are a lot more of British, British people moved here. than we would uh, expect. They're all yeah. kind of 50 plus. Um, <laughs> no, they, they, they seem chill. And do you guys find yourself kind of gravitating more towards like couple friends or single friends or just like whoever you meet? Any. Any. <laughs> they are open for friendship. Guys, DM me if you want to be friends. Friendship. <laughs> yeah, no, weirdly, most of the people that we have met, which has been really nice, have all been like couples and yeah. we like get along. Yeah. Which is yeah. weird because like we've never really had that many like couple friends. So like, I mean, even like the first friend that you made, like, you know, his girlfriend ended up like being really nice as well. And so we would, you know, meet up and I'm like, oh, we have a couple friends now. Like, yeah. Our only friends in the area. Like, that's I think the, cool. the big adjustment was transitioning from such a big city that's so transient. And like, for real, our neighbors could not give a crap about who we were. No one would want to talk to you. If someone said hi to you on the street, it felt weird. That's the kind of London vibe. Whereas here, it's, well, different. And it, People wave to you. We felt yeah. so rude to begin with. Like we have some neighbors across the street who are really, really friendly, and I had to be upfront with them and say, if we act weird, it's because we are so like not used to having nice neighbors. It's it's not you. This is an us thing. Yeah. But just 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 know that we do we do want to hang out. We just yeah. Trying to, like, but that's been like a still. nice change. Like yeah, having it nicer than expected neighbors is so yeah, good. not a bad so part. Good. Um, how's it being like far away from your family? Honestly, been- not so bad. Like I'm arguably not the favorite child. Uh, my sister definitely <laughs> is. That is so apparent. So even though I lived a two hour drive away from them when we were in London, we saw each other on the, on the reg and it was fine, but like there's not, yeah, there's not, there's not been a huge kind of issue there. We've been catching up because of COVID like every week maybe every two weeks just regular, doing zoom like, call. Yeah. the time zone works it's their evening our morning so that that's pretty accessible um so Which is, it's like that's what's swapped from yeah. like me and my family because when i was living in the uk like every sunday like i would face him with my parents which ended up weirdly like we got closer because of it mm-hmm. because yeah. before i moved like we didn't really talk that much but we had like regular scheduled time and now that we're here, like we've just swapped that Sunday slot, and now yeah, it's, it's really like, strange. yeah, instead of Sunday evening in the UK, we're like the Sunday morning. Which honestly, I yeah, prefer because to talk to your when, yeah. If if you're speaking to someone in this morning for them, you kind of feel a bit salty, like ah, oh, you've got a whole day ahead. Like yeah, I kind of I know we've had a good day, but ah, yeah, that looks cool. So it, I think similarly, it brought um, me a little closer with with my folks, which is which has helped. They're just bummed they can't visit at the moment. Um, but yeah, they were all planning soon. on coming out and visiting. I'm yeah. sure. So. I know COVID has really messed things up, but it seems like you guys have a good situation here. And like being yeah. close to your family, a after all these years, it's yeah. probably really good. Have Definitely. have your families met already? They've yes. they've met. Yes. Yeah, they met at graduation, mm-hmm. right? Which was in 2016. Yeah. So that was a pretty long time ago. And they've caught each other in passing on like various video screens, like while we're having our conversations. Yeah, yeah. My parents will like pop into the frame and say hi to them and you know but yeah i guess uh, when they come and visit then obviously they'll be able to see each other again but yeah it's been working um anything you guys want to share like as a last bit like maybe 
I mean, I was going to launch into like, well, the next thing on my mind is that I like, <laughs> I really want to have kids. Like, Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. we've had like just as, you know, frank conversations about that as we had about getting married and like, what are the logistics of it? Because I feel like having kids for some people is like, they think of it the same way as getting married. It's a little bit romanticized and people go into it a little bit naive, I think, without thinking about like, you know, what exactly are the financials? Are your, is your bank what account healthy? Like, when, when the school Do you start, have enough space? Yeah. Are you in a good school district? And it's like, I don't really know anyone else sort of like within our close circle that is already just thinking no, about stuff like that. Deep. So it's like, I do know people that have kids, but like, there's no right time to know when you want to have kids. And I'm like, well, we're pretty much there. Like we have an extra room. We know what our future plan is. Like, I think we can afford it. And also like I freelance and work from home running like my own business. So I work remotely. It would be pretty ideal in terms of timing. It's just, um, I'm pretty set on like, I do not want to have kids in America. Okay. I yeah. don't want to so be like, okay, you know, yeah. you know that, but you know the where <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I do not want to give birth in an American hospital. I'm terrified of it. Yeah. Um, like rates of maternal death are so much higher for the U S being a developed country. It terrifies me Absolutely. to death. Like horrifying. it's really scary. There's no support. It's all about like the baby, the baby, this baby, that. And like, there's also this, I used to be a person. But there's that, that terrifying <laughs> thing of if, a hospital decides we need this specialist to come in during the procedure and your insurance is like, oh, actually, they're, they're not on our register. That's going to be completely out of pocket and suddenly you're 20 grand down the drain. 20 grand, yeah. Well, that's a... For a decision that you are not allowed to make at that point. Or like if you're like, you know, scheduled for... Well, if you have to have an emergency C-section or something and like you're out of it or, you know, on medication or something and they have to make decisions for you, suddenly yeah. it's like, you could end up with, uh, you know, how long is a piece of string bill? That's like, that is so scary to me that some yeah, people are just terrifying. like, well, that's just how it is. Yeah, no, it's, and I'm it's, like, it's terrifying. You, no, you know I'm going to give birth in the UK. Do, do you know, know the, the, the average cost in the US? Because I've read it, but I can't. I think it's like, it's about like, like 15 to $20,000 for like uncomplicated straight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, wow. that's a big reason that I'm looking to kind of also transition, not to like have kids, but just thinking long-term, like even if I wanted to have kids or entertain that idea, I can't even entertain it in Here. the States. Yeah. It's like insane. mind you, do it the here. neighborhood I grew up in is really expensive to do that, yeah. to like give yourself, a, give your kids a good education, yeah. pay for rent. I mean, all of that is so far away. I think, for marriage and marriage and a visa were like kind of tied in my mind for like a really long time. I just tend to date Euro- European dudes. But like, even if you date someone just for like the pure like person they are, you can't help but think, okay, this isn't permanent because we're in a visa situation. Maybe not now, but we will be. And you have yeah. to yeah, kind of exactly. put pressure in a situation. So I I think after a certain point, you start getting like really picky and like, I definitely think I'm commitment phobic. Like, would I want to marry off. this person? If I start dating them, do I want to marry this person? Like, yeah. Am I dating yeah. you for a visa or are I dating you for you? Yeah. And, and everyone's looking <laughs> like, are you, are you dating to be happy? Are you dating to marry? Are yeah. you dating for a visa? Yeah. And I think like that long term, it's so hard to plan when you see your future somewhere else. Yeah, and like, yeah. I can't plan for kids. I can't, I can't even think about it unless I think about having kids abroad. Mm-hmm. Then it's affordable. Then there's like those social 
social health care guarantees, yeah. like paid maternity and paternity leave. Yeah. Um, maternity and paternity leave. <laughs> That's a paternity and paternity. <laughs> you got it. Men's <laughs> <laughs> <Men> rights. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. But yeah, like, I think that's, uh, I think Europe is definitely the place to be to like raise kids, and you guys have that option. Yeah, which thankfully, I mean, yeah, thankfully. like at worst, if they decided that A's um, German passport wasn't good enough, we could go through the whole process with the British home. Well, office. no, it would be super. Well, okay, so I have a German passport, but I also have indefinite leave to remain in the UK. Yeah, which I think they're not that does work. technically tied together. So mm-hmm. because I lived there long enough and I worked there and I filed in time, I don't even know how I ended up getting it, but. Like, I've got that as a backup. And then as a real backup, I'm also married to a British person. Right. So, yeah, like, I think good. to do, to get, um, like, a green card equivalent, I guess, doing it in the reverse order, I would have to live in the UK for two years before I would be able to apply for citizenship because Five I'm married years. to you. Oh, wait, no, it is it's two. Three, it's three, three years, two or three years? So, marriage is a different thing. It's five years if you're not married. But, like, I could... But I could also, I mean, eventually down the line, I would also love to be a British citizen because all three of those nationalities support multiple nationalities. So mm-hmm. I could have three passports. I don't know if that would make our situation any better, but if it gets to that point, that could be possible. And then when has lived here for three years in America, he can apply for dual citizenship. And mm-hmm. that is our main that- holding up goal right now because... So three years in the States. Once he's, yeah, yeah it'll, so it, in two more years, he can apply for U.S. citizenship and then he can have dual nationality and then we can hop back and forth if we need to. And mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. It's just when you leave, because looking forward, like we've talked about this, we would love to be able to go between the U.K. and the U.S. relatively freely if we want to spend a year one place. Like if we wanted to go and like raise kids for, you know, a couple years in the U.K. and then come back when they're older to the U.S., then... It would be an option, but on a green card, you have to file paperwork. Like if you're going to leave the country for extended periods. So. Exactly. So it's the, just yeah, a lot applying for citizenship through a green card is three years if you are married, five years for any other situation. Just to clear any air on that. I think that's the case. Yeah. Yeah. So and it makes yeah, it we're thinking real long term. What What do we want to do? What are the steps to get? There? Also, real talk. I want to have a U.S. passport just because he wants I the don't. Eagle. I want the <laughs> he eagle. He wants the eagle. The eagle's I, great. I also really, really want to get in the conversation with anyone. They say you are not American. We're like actually. I am. We bought the passport like it like takes I know. <laughs> I don't believe it, but this says I am, so we'll go with that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are here for the next two years. You definitely need to visit me in New York. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> well, we can finally get on a plane and, you know, well, we can get on a plane, but, you know, yeah. plan an actual vacation, like, more than, you know, the oh, job. Wow. I could actually work nine till five. Yeah, you yeah. actually could. Holy cow. We can hit happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to drive anywhere in New York, really. So, I mean, suburbs maybe, but like city-wise, I think that's why we have an insane drinking culture like London is because we all take the subway. Yeah. <laughs> they have it here too. Here. They just have more instances of drink driving. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, it is wine country after all. That is here. true. Um, but thanks so much for sharing your story I think this would be super helpful for anyone going through a visa process and just wanting to know a bit more about what it's like to date Um, you guys never did long distance right? no no. No. it was actually that first summer after second year we were apart for two months wow and that sucked but that was temporary I knew you were coming but it was temporary yeah Yeah. he picked me up from the airport with a little sign it wasn't really long distance (laughs) but like 
It was more like vacation, so. Yeah, yeah. that's really, really good. So I think a lot of couples in the situation have had to do kind of a long distance. I don't, I don't that's think, terrible. I don't think I'd be able to. No, not me. That's wrong. Well, you know I can't, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks for joining. Um, if you guys want to know, know more about J&A, I mean, you really can't because they're anonymous right now. <laughs> Sorry. But if you do want to be friends with them and you're in the Sonoma area, uh, DM the pod and maybe if you look cool, I will pass along your details. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah we'll be back soon and uh, yeah that's it bye see you bye